Welcome to the High Fidelity Podcast. I am your host, Bridget Connery, coming to you from the dialed studio at Hula on the shores of beautiful Lake Champlain in Burlington, Vermont. In today's episode, with a little help from ChatGPT, we'll review cannabis product categories, highlighting the general onsets and durations of effects, along with some quick tips on how to maximize their effectiveness. We'll also provide some updates from this month's Vermont CCB meeting, and we'll wrap with some first-hand reports from Vermont retailers on last week's 420 celebrations. We'll be right back. there and welcome back. Before we dive into our AI-assisted overview of the primary cannabis product categories, let's take a look at some of the CCB updates from this week's monthly board meeting. The CCB is implementing its new inventory tracking system. They have built this system internally instead of relying on existing platforms like Metric. A temporary internal system has been in place until now. Cultivation licenses will transition into this new system first. Tomorrow is the last day that the CCB will accept new cultivation applications for this year's outdoor growing season. This includes mixed-tier applications, which allow for both indoor and outdoor cultivation. The CCB staff will work with these applicants to get licensed by July 1st. The application window will reopen on December 1st for new growers looking to enter the 2024 outdoor season. The CCB voted today to temporarily close the application window for Tier 5 indoor cultivation licenses beginning May 24th. This is being done as part of the CCB's ongoing assessment of the size and scale of cultivation needed in Vermont to meet the anticipated demand. At the outset, the tiered system was designed to dissuade larger, out-of-state corporations from entering the Vermont market in order to protect small local businesses. Out of concern for oversupply and price compression, the CCB will continue to evaluate the licensing structure based on factors such as the potential failure rate of Tier 1 cultivators, which currently make up the majority of issued licenses, the desire for smaller businesses to renew at a higher tier as the market matures, and the trends around total licensed versus utilized canopy. An emergency rule was put in place regarding synthetic and hemp-derived cannabinoids in order to reduce competition from these unregulated products with the license market and to ensure public safety. Prohibitions, presumptions, and exceptions were discussed. This rule only applies to intoxicating cannabinoids like Delta-8 and Delta-10 THC. The full language of this new rule can be found on the CCB's website, and a link is provided in the show notes. The medical program is operating without dedicated staff. Longtime administrator Lindsay Wells recently left the program, and the CCB is actively looking to fill two vacant positions. And finally, Vermont has collected just over $3.4 million in excise tax revenue in the first six months of the regulated marketplace. This is tracking closely with the consensus revenue forecast of $4.7 million for fiscal year 23, which ends on June 30th. Now on to our brief tutorial on cannabis product categories. In order to create this content, we enlisted the help of ChatGPT by OpenAI. 
We've been experimenting with this new technology for the past few months in order to gain an understanding of how it may help us become more efficient at a wide variety of workflows while we're growing our small business. For this tutorial, we asked ChatGPT to create a podcast script which educates new consumers on how to navigate the different cannabis product categories. With a few select prompts, we were able to quickly shape its answers into the following script. And when I say quickly, I mean in less than two minutes from start to finish. You ready? Here we go. Cannabis products can be broadly categorized based on their method of consumption. The main categories include inhalation, oral, sublingual, topicals, transdermal patches, and suppositories. Each method has its unique onset and duration of effects, which we'll discuss now. Inhalation of cannabis products through smoking or vaporizing delivers cannabinoids rapidly into the bloodstream through the lungs, resulting in a quick onset of effects, usually within minutes. The duration typically lasts for a few hours. Inhalation methods are ideal for those seeking immediate relief or a short-lived experience. Oral consumption includes edibles and beverages, which are absorbed through the gastrointestinal tract and metabolized by the liver. Traditional edibles have a slower onset of effects, ranging from 30 minutes to 2 hours, and can last up to 8 hours or more. However, new nanotechnology-based formulations can produce fast-acting edibles and beverages with a quicker onset, often within 15 to 30 minutes, while still offering longer-lasting effects. Sublingual products such as tinctures and infused oils are placed under the tongue and absorbed directly into the bloodstream, bypassing the digestive system. This method offers a faster onset of effects compared to traditional oral consumption, typically within 15 to 45 minutes, and a duration of 4 to 6 hours. Topicals such as cannabis-infused creams, lotions, and balms are applied directly to the skin for localized relief without psychoactive effects. Onset and duration can vary depending on the product and individual factors. Transdermal patches deliver cannabinoids through the skin and into the bloodstream over an extended period of time, with effects lasting up to 12 hours or more. Suppositories are a unique method of consumption that may be useful for those who cannot consume cannabis by other means or require targeted relief. They can be administered rectally or vaginally. Like sublingual and transdermal products, they bypass the digestive system, resulting in general onset of effects between 10 and 30 minutes and a duration of 4 to 8 hours. Now that we've covered the different product categories and their onsets and durations of effect, let's discuss some tips on how to use these products most effectively. Number one, when smoking cannabis, take slow, deep inhalations, holding your breath for a few seconds before exhaling. Consider vaporizing as a healthier alternative to smoking, which allows for precise temperature control and a smoother experience. Number two, with traditional edibles, start with a low dose, below five milligrams, and be patient, as the onset of effects can take up to two hours. Consuming edibles with a meal or a small snack containing healthy fats can improve absorption, as cannabinoids are fat-soluble. Number three, opt for products using liposomal or nanoemulsion technology to enhance the solubility, bioavailability, and onset of effects in infused foods and beverages. As with traditional edibles, start with a low dose and be mindful of the quicker onset. Number four, to maximize sublingual absorption, place tincture or infused oil under your tongue and hold it there for at least 30 to 60 seconds before swallowing. 
To avoid possible irritation of the lining of the mouth, dilute an alcohol-based tincture with a little water before placing it under your tongue. Number five, clean and exfoliate the skin before applying topicals to enhance absorption. Massage the product into the skin thoroughly for best results. Number six, apply transdermal patches to a clean, hairless area with a high concentration of blood vessels, such as the inner wrist or top of the foot. Apply after a hot bath or shower when the skin is warm and blood vessels are closer to the surface. Press the patch firmly onto the skin to ensure proper adhesion. And number seven, follow the manufacturer's instructions for insertion and storage of suppositories. They should be stored in a cool, dry place to maintain their consistency. By understanding the various cannabis product categories and their onsets and durations of effect, you can tailor your cannabis experience to your specific needs and preferences. Don't hesitate to consult with a knowledgeable bud tender or medical professional to help guide your choices. Always start with a low dose and gradually increase as needed, keeping in mind that everyone's experience is unique. We hope this information helps you navigate the world of cannabis products and consumption methods with confidence. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to share it with your friends and subscribe to our show for more insights on all things cannabis. Stay safe and happy consuming. Okay, that last exclamation is a little off-brand, but the rest is pretty spot-on. ChatGPT and ancillary tools within OpenAI can now easily repurpose the script into other content, such as blogs and social media posts, to promote the episode. Pretty handy. We can also quickly create appropriate and interesting visuals to accompany the content through text-to-imagery platforms like DALL-E. We attended an excellent symposium on artificial intelligence and art earlier this month. It was hosted here at Hula and co-organized by the Burlington Center for the Arts and the University of Vermont. If you are local and interested to learn more about this subject, you can catch the end of the exhibition, Co-Created, the Artist in the Age of Intelligent Machines, on view at the Burlington Center for the Arts through May 6th. The takeaways? The involvement of artists in the development of generative AI is essential for multiple reasons. First, artists bring a unique perspective on creativity and aesthetics, helping to shape AI systems that produce more diverse and compelling outputs. Additionally, their involvement encourages a more human-centric approach, ensuring that AI-generated art maintains emotional depth and relevance. Furthermore, artists can contribute to the ethical considerations surrounding AI-generated content, guiding the development of responsible systems that respect intellectual property and avoid unintended biases. Damn, that's a pretty good answer. ChatGPT generated that as well. I'm a little concerned about AI saying that can maintain emotional depth and relevance, but for now, we're rolling with it. It is important to remember that it is generating its answers from text sources created by humans. Speaking of human-centered experiences, let's wrap up this episode with some first-hand accounts of 420 celebrations that occurred at retail stores in Vermont this past week. Hi there. My name is Ben Erdosh, and I am the Assistant General Manager and Cannabis Trainer for Good Fire Vermont Cannabis. I've worked in the cannabis retail space for about four years, including some time in Colorado and Pennsylvania, my home state. I came to Vermont to take part in a cannabis industry that is geared towards smaller-scale craft business. Since joining the Good Fire team, Lynette, our GM and owner, had discussions with our team on what we wanted to do and how we wanted to position ourselves for 420. 
we definitely wanted to have those good deals that a 420 holiday is known for, but we also wanted to focus on more than consumerism and consumption. We believe a core feature of any cannabis celebration should be educational opportunities. So we were happy to have Upstate Elevator operator come and speak with our, our customers and staff about the wide assortment of hemp and THC products that they carry. It also allowed our staff to dig into some of those tougher questions that are most appropriate for a company's rep around CBD dosing and nano emulsification technology and how that impacts the bioavailability of a product. So for us, the highlight of the day was being able to offer that cool experience with a rep from upstate elevator operators and to have customers leave with great products that they understand on a deeper level. Uh, for us, that's a successful 420. We were really happy to see all our vendors do well on the shelf, and especially our exclusive offerings in Waterbury from Forbin's Finest, Clean Cannabis, Satori, and Green River Cannabis Co. Please come see us at Good Fire. Whether you are new to cannabis or you're a seasoned smoker, we'd love to just chat with you about cannabis and show you some great products. Thanks so much, guys. Hi there. This is Brendan McKee, co-founder of Silver Therapeutics located in the beautiful town of Bennington, Vermont. We've been open now for about seven weeks. We had an absolutely epic 420. Our flour, our edibles, everything is flying. People are loving it, people are enjoying it. We cannot thank the community of Bennington and the surrounding areas enough. We've just been so warmly received and we are incredibly grateful for our team and everyone in the area for, for such a warm welcome. I'm, I'm especially proud to be involved in Vermont. I'm a resident of Vermont. My family had an active dairy farm in Vermont for decades. So it really is a dream come true. And it's, uh, it's just a beautiful place to be. And uh, we're just so thankful. So really, truly, from the bottom of my heart and my partners, thank you, Vermont. Thank you, Bennington. We look forward to a lot of great times together Stop by Silver Therapeutics at 201 Northside Drive in Bennington. Mention Brendan and they'll hook you up. Thank you and have a great day. Hey, High Fidelity listeners. This is Dylan from the Tea House here in White River Junction. The Tea House is a woman and minority owned business. And I'm talking to you today about uh, our 420 experience. We had a great day. The community really showed up. We had Trail Break on site, a local restaurant, giving away free tacos with a purchase. We had deals on some of our premium products that are still ongoing while supplies last. Our staff was amazing. We were giving away free merchandise. Just want to give a shout out to those who have been supporting us thus far. We opened December 23rd of last year. We plan on uh, obviously continuing into the future. We are in the process of revamping some things in the store, so look forward to Tea House 2.0. I really appreciate those who have supported this thus far and look forward to seeing you in the store. Have a great day. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks go out to my creative crew at High Fidelity, Olaf Willoughby and Shane Lynn, and to the team at Syntax in Motion for producing this show. A special shout out to Will Davis, my sound engineer. Thanks to you for listening to us today. If you enjoy what you heard, 
subscribe on our website, hi5vt.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Better yet, like, share, rate, or leave a comment. You can request topics or interviews for our show by emailing us at bewell at hi5vt.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until then, be well and have fun out there.